is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And we are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 53. And in this episode, we are going to be discussing the Christmas monster movie, I guess. It's a monster movie. They're just little. Definitely a monster. They're just like little monsters. Exactly. Uh, Gremlins. Yes. From 1984. We're going to do all Christmas this month because you adore it begins christmas i am a christmasy bitch you'll hear more about that all through this month exactly but it's my favorite because you were all about it i'm all about halloween also during halloween but then like you know when you've been creepy all year and halloween comes around <laughs> it's not that much different you just get to like social it's socially acceptable to like decorate for it right so <laughs> right. i can put spooky lights in a graveyard in my flower bed mm-hmm. and like all that stuff and nobody really cares <laughs> But when Christmas comes around, I'm just living my best life. Got it. I love buying presents and wrapping them and putting up the tree and, like, all the music and festivities. And it's just such a joyous time. But we're still horror, so we had to merge the two. So now you get Christmas horror all month. Yep. So buckle up. (laughs) (laughs) And starting off with Gremlins is pretty – it's a pretty natural move. This is, like, the – The number one Christmas horror movie. Ever. Yeah. And it's a classic. Yeah. And I I know it is horror and I know it is a monster movie, but it in my head is like a little different, I guess, because mm-hmm. it's not like this is something kids could watch. Yes. I mean, it's often watch. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a kid movie. I don't right. remember what it's actually rated, though, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> but I remember watching it as a kid. And this is the first time I've seen it, I think, as an adult, actually. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. OK. It's not. I don't dislike this movie by any means. I was going to say, I know you were upset that we had to do it at all. Well, it's just like, I want to watch Christmas movies. And you will hear, I'm sure, about this all month. I want to watch Christmas Uh movies. I want to watch The Grinch. Uh I want to watch Christmas Story. Mm -hmm. I want to watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I want to watch The Holiday. I want to watch Love Actually. Like, horror is always on my mind. Mm -hmm. But, like, this is the one time of year where I'm, like, not a spooky bitch (laughs) like this is the one month right where i'm basically will feral from elf but you also but you also just you didn't like this movie right beforehand you know i only remembered certain aspects of the movie in the first place so i remembered something exploding in a microwave which i thought was (laughs) really disgusting (laughs) And I just remembered general 80s puppet chaos. (laughs) Basically, yeah, okay. And so it's not like I just adore this movie. But, you know, I enjoyed watching it. It wasn't that I didn't like it. Again, I'm just prejudiced because I want Christmas movies. But Gizmo is the cutest thing on the planet. Honestly, though. (laughs) You're fucking... That's true. The singing in the beginning when he's, like, playing with the piano. And he's like, I thought of you. I was like, oh, my God. Exactly. I need a bird. Because I feel like that's the closest (laughs) I would get to, like, being able to, like, sing with my pet. And if Mogwai could be pet, oh, my God. I would get it. But this movie is just... Oh. Do I say it? I'm going to say it. It's another example of the white man oh, God. Okay. stealing from someone else's culture and ruining it for everybody. So, yeah. the end. I mean, yeah, that's basically <laughs> what this movie is, is you stole this dude's pet and uh, ruined him. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I stand by. This is why kids can't have pets. Listen, because damn. Disagree. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that 
these are honestly pretty complicated rules to live by. Like, they're simple in nature, whereas there's only the few. Don't like, get them wet. Don't get them wet. Don't feed them after midnight. Don't feed them after midnight. <laughs> it's not and that hard. bright lights. <laughs> exactly. And the first thing they do is, like, take a picture. Like, <laughs> flash. Idiots. And it, like, oh, it's so sad when it, like, freaks out. And then, now, the getting it wet thing I could see being difficult because you shower and we just, gen- I mean, generally are we're just generally wet a lot so i could see that being difficult out or you get a glass of water that falls over like in the movie exactly that stuff happens all the time Mm -hmm. i mean my dogs get wet sometimes and i don't intend for them to or it's so that could be difficult the not feeding after midnight thing is only really difficult if they are smart and evil and sneaking thing right yeah yeah so but having honestly a horde of them if they were all like gizmo that'd be great god damn they're cute i know they're like hamster cat dogs i don't even spike or i think they call him stripe stripe yeah is fucking adorable like he's an evil genius but god he's cute which kind of balances out (laughs) exactly so i have a spike at my house a cat who's also an evil genius we have a spike adorable so exactly (laughs) he gave me a scar this one yeah right there because he's evil. He's in my wedding pictures. <laughs> <laughs> what I do like about this movie is I will give it, it does feel very Christmassy. Mm-hmm. There are like a lot of like Christmas horror movies where it's themed around Christmas, but you don't really feel the inherent atmosphere of the yeah. Christmas. Like I will say Black Christmas. Yeah. I love that movie, but it doesn't mm-hmm. feel Christmassy. I mean, other than, like, because Christmas movies, they'll throw up some lights and stuff. But other than that, yeah. like, I don't know if it's because this is the 80s mm-hmm. and just the small town with the snow and everybody. It kind of feels like a Christmas story and National Lampoon and, like, yeah, some of definitely. these others. And you also had Steven Spielberg involved in this project. Who so. is the 80s. Exactly. I mean. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's an era thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas when they did a winter movie, it just felt like christmas but black christmas was from the 70s so right i don't know i don't know what it was but it felt like christmas mm-hmm. even though it's not like this was about christmas he just happened to be getting a christmas present exactly at that time mm-hmm. in the winter and so you've got all of these elements that you know i would probably watch this again for christmas you know if i was just like i need my horror fix i'm honestly surprised to hear you say that honestly i am also surprised you were dreading this all year I long i was I like know. we have to do gremlins it's the epitome of christmas horror and you're like eh. so yeah. i'm surprised i mean it's just like i said i am a christmas purist <laughs> and gremlins just doesn't fit into that perfect little box that i have created for my <laughs> definition of christmas like even when back in october we had a pretty decent snow i got like a couple inches overnight I usually listen to our Spotify playlist, and even when it's not Christmas, I still listen to our spooky playlist, Mm -hmm. but every single day in October, I drove to work listening to it, and I drove home to work listening to it. When I got in my car that day and it was Mm -hmm. snowing, I put on Let It Snow. I was like, (laughs) it's Christmas. It's happening. Let's go. We're over Halloween. Yes. (laughs) And so I guess, you know, I just, I have this definition of Christmas that it doesn't fit into because they're ruining Christmas. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> You're <Well>, angry. <laughs> they are. Because I know that it's not like this movie has like a not like satisfying ending and it's not like it just ends in chaos and everything is mm-hmm. burning and that's the end. But I don't like like the Grinch is like feel good, warm fuzzies and he just needs, you know, like right. yes, he ruins Christmas, but that's what the whole thing is. Right. This is just 
you hung the dogs with Christmas lights. How dare you? <laughs> okay, but at least it was tame. They didn't hang the dog. Right. He's he alive. He was just, like, strung up, like, whining. Like Max from The Grinch. He kind of reminded me of him. That's true. It is a very similar breed of dog. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, pros, Gizmo's really cute. Goddamn, yeah. Also, you have these three rules that you need to live by, right? Yeah. You knock over some water and a bunch of little, it just pops out, which <laughs> has got to be the easiest way I've ever seen anything give birth, first of right? all. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, okay, we've discussed this, accidents happen. Uh-huh. And then you take him to your fucking, first of all, high school science professor. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have an extensive research degree. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know... I guess that. Oh, yeah. He was salivating. He was like, oh my God, this is going to be my big break. I don't have to be a science teacher anymore. Bet. (laughs) I just discovered this thing. And then knowing that this poor little thing, I mean, Gizmo looked like. He was in pain. And then he looked so sad afterwards. Yeah. And then he's just trying to play with stuff, and the other ones are picking on him, and his face. Oh my God, his face. I know. But then you take him and then intentionally, like, drop water on him, and I'm like, Wow. Oh, yeah. I would never trust you again. And then you... Li- That's so fucked up. This yeah. guy, like, I know he's our hero, but eh. he's kind of like, that's messed up. That yeah. thing trusted you and you just exploited it. And then the dad's like, oh, we're going to make money because he's like this faulty inventor. I was mostly mad at the fucking science teacher. Like, you lock yeah. him in a cage and you keep stealing his blood and you're like, it's not going to hurt. It doesn't hurt that much. You're fucking stabbing him with a huge needle and he's this big he's fucking tiny i mean even little needles in our skin doesn't it's not like it yeah hurts a lot but it doesn't yeah, feel fucking great i was so happy i was like take him out kill him yeah asshole i mean there's some good violence in this movie yeah there is yeah it's great it's pretty shall i say tasteful <laughs> and i will say i black christmas is probably my favorite horror christmas movie Absolutely. not the remake the 70s which is funny because i didn't actually watch it Except for two years ago. Yeah. You made me I was watch like, it. you have to watch this. And I was like, you're going to ruin Christmas no. with your killing. <laughs> but no, it, it was It, it was, was good, good, right? Yeah, yeah. But this one, I mean, I guess there's a reason why it's a Christmas horror classic. And I, I respect that now. Mm-hmm. I didn't when we started. I was like, this is dumb. But I think in my head, I also saw it as a little campier than it actually was. Ah, got it. Like, I was like, oh, it's kind of lame. Like, Mm -hmm. they're puppets in the 80s. It's not going to be great. No, they're actually done pretty well. They are, especially Mm -hmm. when Gizmo's the cute little innocent. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. He just breaks your heart. He's like what Furbies tried to be back in the 90s. Exactly. But then Furbies were scarier than the gremlins. (laughs) Especially when you throw them in the closet and then they keep talking and you think you're, they're going to die. And no, no, no. So side work. story. <laughs> my mom is really good at keeping and hoarding all of my brother and I's <laughs> old toys because she just like smart has a problem with letting things go. Either way, that's going to make you guys a lot of money someday. You should see my Beanie Baby collection, bro. There's like honestly a million dollar Pokemon card and Connor used to have it and he's so pissed he doesn't. Yeah, same. So hold on to all your toys. Yeah. That is the underlying thing. That's the thing. moral of the story here. <laughs> But we had Furbies. Me and mm-hmm. my brother each got one for Christmas one year. Okay. And when we, back in like 2013 or 14, 
or maybe even before that, we found it as like adult kids or like, you know, late teens. Okay. So we would just hide that motherfucker around the house. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like wake up and open my eyes and my brother put it like on my <laughs> nightstand or in a closet or he would just be like in a fruit bowl or something. <laughs> so that's fun. Just a little. It's great. He had like a pure black one too. Oh, so like in the dark and yeah. it would just talk to you. Yeah, and it was, like, really – because it was from the 90s, and this is, like, 2013. Mm-hmm. It's really warped, so it would, like – It was, like, so really the devil warped. Was <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> they should make a Furby horror – I guess they this is a Furby sh- horror movie. Yeah, but, like, specifically about the toy the Furby. I know. Call 90s Warner Brothers. Failed. I know. This is what they should have been doing with their horror. And why wasn't there <laughs> a Beanie Babies TV series? That's a good fucking point. Thank you. What the hell, 90s – like filmmakers we have my little pony but you God couldn't damn. give us a beanie baby well now i'm just off on a tangent. <laughs> i'm thinking of all the 90s toys that could have been so much more bringing it back i want to talk about the mom a little bit because yes. first of all she's two things to me she one she is fucking badass when she goes after the gremlins later and two she is just the all-suffering woman and she must love him so goddamn much because none of his fucking inventions work, and she just has to deal with it. Yeah, that between the orange juice thing and the coffee <laughs> yeah. sludge and the, whatever the egg thing was, that is a lot of... I think at a certain point, you don't want to crush your spouse's spirit, of course. But damn. But first of all, this town is in an economic collapse. Everybody's struggling except for this one bitch <laughs> who owns everything. Exactly. And... Knowing that your son is keeping you afloat, Mm -hmm. maybe get a job and then do this on the side. Exactly. And also paying $200 for a creature that you just think is really cool, probably pretty irresponsible. Yeah. He's like the worst provider ever. Honestly. Mm -hmm. And our hero here, our protagonist, is the one trying to keep everyone alive, but then feeds these motherfuckers after midnight. And can you imagine your son being like, hey, come look at this. And then you walk in and there's fucking creature cocoons everywhere. Like, like, you need to clean your bedroom. What did you do? (laughs) Burn it to the ground. Burn it down to the ground. And she's just like, she... (laughs) She's honestly a soft-spoken badass, though. Yeah, she really is. She's just like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to go along for it, if you guys say. And then we're going to fucking fight these old gremlins. And we're going to throw them in microwaves and in blenders. Which is just... I mean, that stuff is pretty brutal. I, it, I she specifically awesome. remember the microwave scene because it fucked me up. Yeah. And she's, you can tell she's, like, counting them down almost. She's like, okay, I know I just killed how many were up there. Okay, I just killed two of them. Now we're at how many left? And yeah. she does a really good Very job. strategic. Mm-hmm. So go mom. Yeah. She's great. She is great. And, you know, even if I saw that the clocks had 1135 and they were clamoring for food, I'd be like, no. You can fucking wait until the morning. Yeah. Why are you, wait, why are you up at midnight to eat? Well, I guess they are babies. Never mind. Hmm. I take that all back. But also, don't feed them after midnight. Okay, let me comment. In what country? Because there are different time zones. So who knows what the fuck time it is where they actually came from. That's Does fucking that true. Especially because you got it in Chinatown. Yes. I mean, probably not if the kid was like, never feed it after midnight. It probably has adapted to whatever time zone they're in. Or who knows how many years this family has been in the United States. But I think I would just feed it in the morning. Exactly. And then like... In the evening. And then you, like, maybe get a snack at lunch, and then that's it. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that these creatures escape, obviously that's, like, the whole point. But it was just so avoidable. 
Yes. Frustratingly avoidable. Yes. Like, if we're just going to break down the characters and shit. So annoying. Yeah. Because they're just stupid. And these cocoons fucking hatch and it's just... Mm -hmm. And they're the most disgusting fucking things ever. I know. How does something... That cute and fuzzy... Yeah. ...become something disgusting? I don't Mm. know. I don't know. It's gross. I'm trying to think of other things that do that, but... Not smart enough to just have that, that bank go of knowledge. From cute to disgusting. To hideous. <laughs> <laughs> from like pupa, like insects specifically. I mean, I think caterpillars are cute, and if you zoom in on a butterfly, they're terrifying. <laughs> That's fucking true. But they're pretty if you're not like under a microscope. So I guess that doesn't really count. And then we got to talk about his girlfriend. That dumb bitch. Okay. okay no, so I'm sorry. First of She's all, not dumb. Exactly. But. So, first of all, Phoebe Cates, which this is another, she is the epitome of the 80s. Yeah. Okay. We have her in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, taking off her shirt from the pool. Yes. Everyone knows that fucking Queen. scene. So, it's just another way to make this feel like the fucking 80s. Yeah. And she says this one quote, and when she said it, I was like, oh, my fucking God, that's brutal. She goes, while some people are opening their presents, others are opening their wrists for Christmas. I'm I like, made a note fuck, of that, man? too. That's why I said dumb bitch. Not Because <laughs> yeah. she's not in the She's so in the harsh. Movie. But, like, he's like, why don't you love Christmas? She's like, I just don't, okay? Listen, just because you have problems doesn't mean you need to go being defensive. Right? That's... First of all, if you, I know some people have, I and that's true. The suicide rates true, do go up around damn, the holidays. damn, is that harsh? Yeah. And that makes me really sad because the Christmas has always been the epitome of happy. Like, the movie Christmas is literally my Christmas. Like, mm-hmm. I am just like, this is holly jolly joy. Mm-hmm. Like, the world is, even though it's only a Christian holiday mm-hmm. or pagan, I guess, if you really want to go there. But we're not gonna. <laughs> you know, and it's just like it's such a warm, fuzzy time for me. And so when everyone's like, oh, I don't really like Christmas or it doesn't really mean that much to me, I'm like, you're a sad human being. (laughs) (laughs) So me. Yeah, right, right. So we've talked about, this is going to sound really like, this is just like pipe dreams and, you know, everything that someone does, you know, you have like bigger dreams for it. And one of the things for this podcast would be, cool to like have get togethers with our listeners mm-hmm. i want to have a fucking christmas party but that's not our demographic yeah it's we not do, like a halloween. a halloween party yeah another thing that i wanted to mention is you can definitely i know you've kind of already said this but you can tell when great film producers writers directors are involved with a project mm-hmm. because if gremlins was done by just some no name and i know steven spielberg was a producer and it's not like he was the lone wolf on this mm-hmm. project you can tell that the production value even for the 80s i mean imagine gremlins but like on a thanksgiving budget oh yeah you know fucking terrible. in the 80s this could have been a garbage fucking movie mm-hmm. but they were able to get when they got spielberg they got a good cast they got good special effects the actual gremlins or puppets and Mm -hmm. they look kind of like puppets but it's actually held up pretty well gizmo doesn't look too robotic or anything i mean he's cute cute the voices are well done so you can tell that there was a lot of love and time and money spent on this movie and i think that's why it still holds up because absolutely there are some campy 80s movies that are fun but i just think this one would be one that was incredibly Mm off-putting if it wasn't done with like a really good no, Staff you're definitely and right. Yeah, they could have been terrible. Which yeah. I'm pretty. I've only seen it like one time, but I'm pretty sure Gremlins Two, the new batch, is pretty bad. So I don't remember. Maybe that's. I what don't happened. think I've ever seen it. Literally, the only thing that stuck with me from seeing it as a kid 
was the microwave scene because I'm like, do things just explode <laughs> like that? Like, yes, yes, yeah, they do. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that was just incredibly violent. <laughs> and I never forgot it. So, but I really did appreciate the effort that went into making this movie not really cheesy looking. Mm-hmm. And this, honestly, the story of going to Chinatown to find this thing and the kid doing it behind his back. Like, the story's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really want to dig in, you can find some, like, obviously the whole reason it happened was fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. But it's not like that would never fucking happen because it happens all the time. People are just stupid. They don't even take care of pets that we know oh, right. how to take care of. Right. So it's not like this wouldn't happen if this was a real situation. It's just frustrating to watch it happen. Right. I love the narration in the beginning and the end, Me too. too. It makes yes. it feel Christmas. I was about to say, I forgot to mention that. That makes it feel incredibly yes. Christmas. It definitely feels like a Christmas story or something yes. like that. Yes, yes. And I love that Billy and Gizmo, like, team up, too. Yeah. They're like, get him. Gizmo's fucking great. Yeah. Oh, my God, I love him. Me, too. I was reading about this, and and literally some of the plot breakdown, it calls the gremlins, instead of calling them, like, crazy fucking ravenous beasts, <laughs> it's, it says, busy little creatures. Busy little creatures. <laughs> Destroying the town. Yes, literally. Which... Yeah. In folktales, that is what gremlins do. So good job on them not just creating this weird monster, but actually taking a folktale and making it their own. Yeah. I also love that they, yes, the gremlins are creatures of chaos, (laughs) but they're just little kids. They're in a movie theater watching a fucking movie. Snow White. watching Snow White (laughs) and the dwarves. Oh my God, I love them. Yeah. They're fucking hilarious. So it's like, yes... They're minions of hell, <laughs> but also they are just like teenagers or little babies. Mm-hmm. They're technically just little, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, maybe like 13, 12, 13, where they're like right in that ornery, I'm going to be pain in the ass age. Yeah. And of course, Stripe, the leader of them, is like the one to get. Like, you know, he's the one that is kind of the last mm-hmm. standing and that cat and mouse is fun because he's yeah. so little so that it actually does a pretty decent job of like building some anxiety about yeah. you know when they're looking for them trying to hunt them down trying to kill them and then with stripe being the last one standing it does a pretty like i wasn't like oh my god mm-hmm. but i could see as like a kid or yeah. you know a first time seeing this being like Oh my god, it's so little. How are they going to find it? <laughs> you know. I wanted to bring something up to you. So I have known my whole life that that is Spike. And all they ever call him is Stripe. And it kept making me think of that Bernstein Bears thing you talked about. Mandela effect. Yes. Yep. We should talk about that. Well, it's just so Mandela effect is one of those conspiracy things. So it's mm-hmm. like your entire life you've known something is one thing and then come to find out later it was always something else. Right. And that Mandela effect is kind of like, it's kind of hard to, I'm not good at explaining it, but it's kind of like a parallel universe. Like, Mm -hmm. did we cross over something? Like, it's really interesting. It's like a whole, we could get into Mandela effect for a whole, like, happy hour. Right. But like. Just talking about these things. It's like Berenstein or. Or Berenstein or Stain. Yeah. But that's how I feel with, I've known it literally, I have an aunt who named her pugs after the gremlins and one of them is named spike after the gremlins so what the where the fuck did spike go if it's stripe yeah he's a little mohawk stripe 
I've it's known that my whole fucking freaking life. Freaking yeah. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> Stripe, that's fucking stupid. It's Spike. What the fuck? Spike sounds more badass. Thank you, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's Stripe. If someone knows why I'm being crazy, please let us know if there's an excuse or if I'm just insane. The mo- the bulk of this movie is chaos. Like yes. th- them literally destroying this town, go- <laughs> yes. them going after them, literally shooting at them. Like it's a whole thing and the whole town is involved there's news coverage about it all because these motherfuckers couldn't follow some simple goddamn instructions and i love at the end that the chinese man is just like taking him back give me the mogwai back and then why did you ruin everything yeah oh god gizmo calls him papa and i'm like "Mm." breaking my heart he just went on a little fucked up vacation right mostly he got fucking kidnapped he yeah he did that little kid even i know that the little kid gave him gizmo because they were like desperate for money and he knew that the family needed money don't give a living thing away behind somebody's back that's fucked up in cantonese magwai means the devil by the way gizmo's not the devil just births the devil That was the same set that they used for Back to the Future also. So talk about the 80s. No kidding. Like the epitome of the 80s. This was released on the same day as Ghostbusters. Ooh, I wonder who did better. Yeah, right? Should have researched that. That's a pretty good pairing. Yeah. People are going to be like, ooh, look it up now. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna. But Mm -hmm. feel free. I mean, they're both pretty iconic in their own right. I'd say Ghostbusters is probably more so than Gremlins, but they're... Both in similar genres, but I don't know. That's that's interesting, but yeah. And at the start of the movie, we see a movie theater. Yeah. And there's a sign on it that there's two movies in there. Right, One right. is A Boy's Life and the other is Watch the Skies. Those were actually working titles for Spielberg's Close Encounters and E.T. So E.T. Oh. would be A Boy's Life. Yeah. And then Close Encounters would be Watch the Skies. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Little Easter eggs. Yeah. Which, that's always fun. Like I keep telling yeah, you, that's my favorite yeah. part is when you can just pick pieces apart and keep finding new stuff. Especially in these old films that we have so much history on now, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to do so. <laughs> or like James Wan's films when he always like hides. When he hides Billy in there? Yeah. Yes. This is a good one to kick off the Christmas season, though. It is. It starts our Christmas spirit, and it's a small body count to ease our way into Black Christmas and things like that. And Ginger Dead Man. Spoiler alert. Who knows how many... <laughs> neither one of us has seen that yet. We'll see no. how many are dead in that one. Yeah. We'll talk about that one in, but I'm actually kind of excited about that one. I love the... <laughs> as you guys know about Thanksgiving, I love the, the shitty, low-budget... I mean, I just... It's just super fun. We did this, and you were like, we have to do Ginger Dead Man. I'm like, okay, fine. It's on the list. Whatever. That's how you felt about Thanksgiving, too. And that's still how I feel about Thanksgiving. <laughs> Listen, it was fun for, like, part of it. (laughs) Yeah, the second one, oh, God, that was bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for hanging out with us for our first installment of our Christmas horror. Horror Christmas? Doesn't matter. Spooky Christmas season. (laughs) Spooky. You can hang out with us on all our socials at The Extra Sisters Podcast. Twitter is at The Extra Sisters, and you can always find us on our Gmail at theextrasisters at gmail.com. And next time, evil never tasted so good. Till next time, stay creepy.